This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Kramer and Jess. On demand. Here's the morning show highlight clip of the day. Hang on, because we have a really big surprise for her. And I hope that you feel like justice has been served in this situation. We're going to get back on Lindsay from Ellicott City. Good morning. Uh, Jess, how do we know Lindsay from Ellicott City? I saw Lindsay in a crime scene. <laughs> when I went to the O's game a couple Fridays ago, they were playing the Red Sox, and a foul ball came her way, and it was rightfully hers, and then this mean, rude boy... Wearing a Red Sox jersey... We yeah. should point that out. No, he's a soft. You know, he was a Red Sox fan. Yeah. Obviously, we already know they're obnoxious. There's like no discussion there. Literally stole it from her when she had the ball and ran away. Yeah, and Jess felt so injustice by this. She comes on the radio just to talk about it randomly. Well, Lindsay happens to be listening. Here's this whole thing play out, and she's like, "Whoa, wait a minute, that's me." DMs Jess, mm-hmm. and then Jess is like, "We got to get justice over here because yes. I feel like Lindsay was wronged." And what do we do about this? Yes, Lindsay. Last time that we brought you on, you know, we we brought you on to kind of tell the story and everything. And what I was hoping is that maybe this a hole kid, but I was hoping maybe he'd have like a sense of guilt because you are a big Orioles fan, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So right. Expl- so you should have gotten the ball no matter what because this was a home game. True. And have you felt a sense of loss since that moment, Lindsay? Have you felt just like it's been a couple of weeks now? How are we feeling about it? It was. It's still annoying. Yeah. Still feel like it. Well, look, yeah. here's the thing. Jess is also very annoying at times, and when she feels like she needs to um, get to the bottom of things, she doesn't stop. Now we had two options. We could have searched all of Maryland possibly part of New York to try One, to find... we scam him. Two, right. okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we give him identity fraud and ruin his credit. Like, what are we going to do? We have to do something to make this situation better. But Jess came up with the next best idea. We reached out to our friends over the Orioles and we explained the situation because we felt like it's just didn't sit right with any of us for you. Yeah, it wasn't fair. And they understand the pain of how you must be feeling. Being wronged by that rude 16-year-old boy. We don't know how old he was. We just made up his age. I'd say between 15 and 17. (laughs) (laughs) But luckily, our friends the Orioles, I hope are going to be able to make this a little bit better. In my hand is yet another baseball that we are going to give to you. But it's not just any baseball. Our friend Trey Mancini has signed this ball for you. (laughs) While it is not your original foul ball that was rightfully yours. But it's signed, sealed, and delivered, girl. Yes. I think that this may be an autographed Trey Mancini ball, maybe even a little bit better for you. 
So, from our friends the Orioles and from Jess, who will just not let things go no matter what, uh, <laughs> this is our gift to you. Thank you. Oh, my God. <laughs> How does that make you feel, Lindsay? Um, so much better. Yeah. It was like, I got my justice. <laughs> you got justice, right? And we can let this rest. Yep. <laughs> so, what do you want to say? Final words to that a-hole kid that stole your baseball. This is a karma that you get. <laughs> you know... <laughs> It just turned out better for me anyway. It, it always does. It always does. So for you, this is your baseball, okay? <laughs> thank you. And thank you to the Orioles yeah. for, letting it, for helping us do this. That was amazing. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Now, Kramer and Jess. Mornings on Mix 106.5. Six o'clock, club. Look up really quick before we get the show started. It's so bright outside. Well, it's, it's bright. You can still see the moon. You see the moon over there? Like the moon is big as hell this morning. I saw it driving in. Yeah, it's, massive. You still can see still it. see it from where you're at. Staring at it right now. <laughs> Boom! Look at that. Amazing. Aww. <laughs> Aww. Oh, I see it. Thank you, Jess. Oh, that's pretty. Yeah. Um, <laughs> This would be a great TV show. Um, if you're awake, then you're part of the 6 o'clock club. Look at the moon. It's so pretty. What? He's trying to drive to work. Um, we want to know who's up with us. We want to give you a shout out. And all we need you to do is when you're safe, shoot us a text. 410-583-1065. Who's up? Veronica, good morning. Sarah and Stu say it's a very tired Tuesday. It's all right, y'all. Jess R. and Rob P. from Westminster. Good morning. Elusive Eliza graduating from my master's program at UMGC on Sunday with a 3.91 GPA. Wow. Let's go, girl. Let's clap for that. Clap. Kenny from PA. Good morning. Christine, happy birthday to you. Uh, who else is up with us? Mr. W. is here. Our kinder care ladies, Karen and Amber. LG, the sassy scientist. Beautiful Beverly. Stephanie, Lynn, Terrence, Rico, our CRNA. Annabelle and her mommy from Haver to Grace. Good morning. Hope Dope is here. Jermaine, good morning. Lisa, Anthony from Catonsville, Stephanie in Nottingham, Kathy in Parkville, Lori, good morning. Nurse Amy in Columbia, Dante, Adrian, 21 more days of school wake-ups. 
for BCPS. 21 more sleeps. 21 21 more more sleeps. sleeps. Yes. (laughs) Sherry from Severn. Good morning. WB from Glen Burnie. And we'll get to more shout outs in just a few minutes. Have you ever heard this phrase before? Oh, yeah. Jess used it in such a common phrase. And you got to keep in mind that Jess and I are 10 years apart. And we're from completely different places. And so she says things sometimes to me. And I'm always like, I don't know if this is slang, like new cool slang. She'll use it before I will typically. But she said something to me last night. And I had to look at this text for about three minutes and try to use this term in different ways to try to figure out exactly what she was saying. Mm-hmm. What was it? In the cuts. And I was using it to describe an area that, you know, I wasn't, I I didn't want to go to. I was like, I don't know if I really want to go because it's kind of in the cuts. Yeah, in the cuts. And I was like, in the cuts. And that's not a new slang word. That's not like, like, it's not new. You've used that your whole life? Yeah. Your parents use that? Yes. I've never heard the term. Kramer's from Georgia. I'm from Stockton, California. I've never heard the phrase, Mm -hmm. in the cuts before. He goes, in the cuts? Question mark? Like, like, unsafe (laughs) area, sir. Yeah, the way that she wrote in the text message, it could have been used as like, it's a really cool place to go. No. Or it's a really not cool place to go. (laughs) But I'm like, I don't think that people use that terminology. Like, I've never heard anyone on the face of the earth ever say in the cuts before. <laughs> I've heard of in the heights. That was in, that was a... Is that, what is that, a musical? HBO musical. Okay, <laughs> that's not what I'm talking about. That's the closest I had, reference I had to it. So I'm not like, what, what I'm talking about. Have you heard that before? Because I'm trying to teach Jess, like, that's not like a normal thing to say, but maybe I'm wrong. 410-583-1065. Will you just text us this morning as we get the show started? No. No. Baltimore top three with Jess. Number three. First, goldfish and now clam chowder. Old Bay will add a bit of the Chesapeake Bay flavor to Campbell's Chunky Soup's clam chowder. The new soup is available at select stores and will be sold nationwide starting in June, costing three bucks and 19 cents per can. And the Campbell Soup Company owns Pepperidge Farms, who are also the makers of Goldfish Shell. The company would like to encourage you to make a collab of your own and replace your typical oyster crackers with the new Old Bay Goldfish. How do you feel about all that? Sounds amazing. But the thing is, they're saying it starts in June. I have seen a couple of pictures. I have too. You know, so I, I think it might be out sooner if, than they think. If you see it, let us know. You know, we do an Old Bay taste test segment on the show, and we'd love to add the collection. I'm not quite sure where to get it yet. Number two. Today, May 17th, is International Day Against Homophobia, Transphobia, and Biphobia. First observed in 2004, this day is designed to focus attention on the violence and discrimination experienced by lesbian, gay, bisexuals, transgender, intersex people, and all other people with diverse sexual orientations. Reports of violence against the community are on the rise, and in a number of countries around the world. Being gay is still punishable by prison or worse, which is why this day is so important to raise awareness. And the date of May 17th was chosen to commemorate the World Health Organization's 1990 decision to declassify homosexuality as a mental disorder. You know what I watched? Like, uh, uh, I watched uh, a movie on Netflix this weekend called Pray Away, Mm -hmm. which was about this church that was started that convince gay people they could just come like pray away their gayness hmm. and I don't like that. it's a really it's heavy it's super heavy to watch yeah. but what I really liked about it was that at the end of it all the people that started this church and the people they followed that started this church all now in healthy gay relationships yeah. to only show that like god if these people that were like so adamant about mm. quote unquote changing 
are now owning who they are. I'm and hoping celebrating who yeah, they are. Yeah, right? I'm hoping that gives hope. Yeah. To those that may be struggling with the idea. Yeah. Or hiding behind the idea. Or whatever else. And today is like a really important day to remember that kind of stuff. Number one. Reports are coming in that Tom Cruise ran a pretty tight ship during the filming of Top Gun Maverick and banned the crew from partying too much. A source said on most sets, the cast and crew socialize and go out drinking, but not on Top Gun. They were told to keep partying to a minimum because Tom didn't want anyone doing the flight training hungover especially in the hot weather they were working in. And the movie has been getting some pretty rave reviews ahead of its May 27th U.S. release, and they're also doing a deal with Applebee's that if you make a qualifying purchase of $25 or more, dine-in to go delivery or through their app, between now and June 12th, you can get a free Fandango movie ticket to see the film. And then if you spend 50 bucks or more, you'll get two free movie tickets. He seems like he takes it pretty seriously, you know? Remember, he was the one that... I think it was this time last year during when COVID was really bad. Wasn't oh, yeah. he the one that had a meltdown on well, set because somebody wasn't taking COVID seriously? Yeah, he's like, VP. I mean, you're putting people in jeopardy who are being able to get paid right now. A lot of sets are being shut down. Also, flying jets hung over yeah. in the heat. Hello. Sounds terrible. This is Jess, and that was your top three. How much money do you have in savings right now? Like, if something were to happen, would you be able to cover it? I have always been a natural saver. And I do that because I have terrible anxiety. Not only terrible anxiety, but we're in a field where we never know what's going to happen. You know, radio is one of those businesses where, like, you wake up and you're just like, oh, wait, we, get, we have the door today? Ah. So I've always been overly prepared. I think my dad's always had a fear of money, too. And so that was kind of put into my, my body mm-hmm. to have savings ready to go no matter what because the inevitable could happen. And when it does, you need to be prepared. Yeah. There's a story out this morning about how A lot of Gen Z's and some millennials, so we'll say the ages of 26 to 41, Jess and I both fall into those categories. She's 29 on Sunday. Yeah. And I'll be uh, 39 next month. uh, Basically, don't really see the point in saving money anymore. No real point. They've been faced with so many challenges over the last couple of years that they either A, can't save any money, or B, don't see a reason to. I'll give you a couple things. Obviously, multiple recessions. Like, our parents' generation, that you guys are a little bit older, you probably didn't go through multiple recessions so fast like we did. Costs are now skyrocketing. Healthcare is ridiculous. Childcare is ridiculous. It's almost impossible now to buy a home. School's insane. So expensive, right? Mm-hmm. And then, of course, we're going through a global pandemic. Right. And on top of that, we got this climate change news coming down. So as a result, these generations, either Gen Z or millennials, are saying we're not really bothered to save anymore because our parents like I remember my parents goal was to get a job save a lot of money buy a house and that was like your life path right yeah could you buy a house right now Jess if you tried no there'd be no way right yeah um, because we're just not getting paid the wages and house the house prices are so stupid so instead the younger generation millennial Gen Z are you Gen Z or you millennial I think you're a I'm, younger millennial I'm right a, yeah millennial so and instead, they're using all their money to enjoy life now. They're going on trips. They're buying fun stuff. And they're not saving money for anything because they don't see the end goal like it used to. Like, you don't have to give me exact dollar amounts. But, like, would you – how much money in savings do you have? Would you feel comfortable if you lost your job today? If I lost my job today, I would only be okay for probably about four months. Yeah, but that's and still – that's, that's not bad. Because I, I, I save as well, but also it's like – like you mentioned, 
some people are not in the... I mean, that's all I have because that's all I can afford to save. Right. You know what I mean? So some people aren't are in the position where they can put money away because they're not making enough. Right. So that... And then also I will say COVID has definitely changed my outlook in the sense where before I wasn't... so, And I think a lot of people can relate to this. It's like if things are open and I feel safe, I am... Because I used to be really, really stingy and like not wanting to do anything because of like a fear of like what if this happens to my tire and like, what if, you know, whatever. And these are all realistic life things. And I understand that. And it's not that those things aren't important to me anymore. But after the pandemic, there's so many things that I didn't do, like weddings I didn't go to, um, trips I wouldn't go to because I didn't feel like, you know, I I shouldn't at that time. I'm more willing to spend a little more because I don't know like when that's going to happen again. Same way. I was not really a big traveler. I would maybe travel once a year to go do something, but now because the pandemic felt, mm-hmm. I mean, I lost my job, right? And that felt super anxiety filled. Then the pandemic came along. That felt super anxiety filled almost to when like, we don't know if this could happen again. Yeah. So I'm just out spending way more now. I do have money that's in savings. So I sold my house. I haven't done anything with it yet, mm-hmm. but I'm still like, I don't think about, I don't even think about buying a house again right now. Yeah. Like, are you even thinking about that? About buying a house, saving up to buy a house? Well, no, because I can't, I can't afford that yet, yeah. you know? Yeah. So it's just kind of like when it, when it happens, it will, or when I'm in, I think if like, when we start, if we have, when we start having kids, obviously that's what my life will be and I'll have to worry about those things. Sure. But I'm always putting money away as I can. But like you said, it's like you do what you can with what you have. It's true. So just know that. That's a lot of millennials, a lot of Gen Z's here in Maryland going through the same thing about just not really wanting or being able to save. Now. Now. These are the top three trending stories in the city. The Baltimore Top Three (laughs) with Jess. Number three. The government is now offering more free COVID tests. The White House will make it official today. And this will be the third round available after the first shipped out in January and the second being in March. And each each household that places an order will get eight tests split into two shipments. This comes as COVID cases have soared 60% in the past two weeks with hospitalizations up 23%. And the website covidtest.gov is already taking new orders. And if you can't order through the website, there is also a hotline 1-800-232-0233. I feel like I'm getting real lackadaisical with COVID, y'all. I feel like I'm getting real sloppy with it. I just don't think about it anymore. It doesn't even cross my mind. And I think that's good in some sense because it was really giving me massive anxiety for two years, right? Yeah, yeah. But now I'm like, I don't don't think about it. But I don't know that's really like a safe thing. You know, we just like, gotta be aware still. Like, do you how do you think about COVID a lot? Like, when you go out, do you even think about it anymore? I say no, but it's because I've made it a part of like life now. What do you mean? Does that make sense? Mm-mm. Like, I guess I don't think about it because it's to me, it's now become I'm like mentally like the preparing. flu or something. Like, well, it, I'm just mentally preparing myself. Like, if I have to get another booster, I mean, okay, this is what you do. Yeah, okay. like I think I've tried to normalize it so I don't find so much fear with it, if that makes sense. Yeah, that does make sense. Number two. Ocean City is stepping up police patrols, setting special speed limits, and warning spectators of a major car show event that's planned for this weekend. The town is being designated a special event zone starting 
today through May 22nd for the Cruise and Ocean City event. The event is in its 31st year and will take place May 19th through Sunday with more than 3,000 specialty vehicles and a variety of vendors. The special event zone temporarily creates lower speed limits and increases fines for violations. So this is just a warning. If you've planned on making a trip to Ocean City this weekend, just prepare for it to be busy. Tell me if this is true. I saw this meme over the weekend. I'm part of a Maryland Facebook group. And I have not been to Ocean City yet. We moved here in the middle of COVID. Yes, same. And I plan on going in the next couple of weeks. I really want to go this summer. It got got rated one of the top beaches in the the country. I I want to go too. It gets a lot of credit. But then I saw this. It's a meme that says Ocean City MD is like if Walmart built a town. So? I... I'll still go. <laughs> like, is that true to you? Like, do you feel like if Walmart were to build build a town, is that what Ocean City is to you? Is that what they posted on the on the feed on the, in, in on your the, group on the group page? Just on the group page. Ocean City, Maryland, is like if Walmart built a town. And then I'm like, do I do I want to go? <laughs> like, I'm trying to go. All I've heard is fun things about Ocean City, so I'm trying to go this summer. Texas, and tell us if you agree with that statement, okay? Number one. Kim Kardashian, Sierra, Mae Musk, and music artist Yumi Nu will grace the cover of this year's Sports Illustrated Swimsuit Issue. Kim rocked a nude-colored suit with matching arm-length gloves from her own Skims brand for the cover. The ladies join an a, li- a list of A-listers who've landed the cover, including Beyonce, Kate Upton, Heidi Klum, and Tyra Banks. Other notables in the 2022 edition of the magazine include the visibly pregnant model Katrina Scott, making history as the first pregnant woman featured in the issue, along with WNBA player Sue Bird, Brianna Stewart, Dee Dee Richards, and more. And the issue hits newsstands on Thursday. Can you tell me as a woman how that feels? I thought I love seeing Katrina Scott on there. Beautiful, pregnant. I loved that. I thought that was so cool. I have a feeling, obviously, guy, I think obviously guys and girls, we see this in a different way because... As a woman, I can't imagine everywhere I looked, the only sense of beauty we had for the longest time was skinny white women. That was it. Right. That was beauty. If you were not that, you were not beautiful. I can't imagine how crappy that must have felt for so long. It's And it messes with your mind. It messes with your self-esteem and how you look at yourself. And if you're not enough, not only, you know, beauty, but like in relationships. So yeah, I More bet. diversity. It's cool, man. More representation. It's always needed. This is Jess, and that was your top three. You oh. gave me the wrong clue. <laughs> you're telling me... That you made this spectacle yesterday about this gift that I may or may not get. And you gave me the wrong clue. So I spent all day okay. yesterday searching online what could possibly be related to 1991. Welcome to uh, day two of a game that we're calling Guess My Gift here on Mix 106.5. Let me just cross this clue <laughs> off my notebook. I don't. Okay. Let me explain what's happening first. And then we'll catch up from yesterday. Jess's birthday, 29, coming up on Sunday, the 22nd of May. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I told Jess, I'm feverishly excited about a gift that I could potentially give her this year, but I'm going to make her work for it because I know how much this would mean to her. <laughs> better than what I got her last year, which was the Friends Experience in New York, better than that. Which so, I don't believe you, and I don't want, I, there's better. no reason that better. you would need to do anything because that was like the best thing on the planet. Better. I'm like good for the rest of my life. So I told Jess this whole entire week for the next five days, she gets one guess. I also give her one clue per day. Honest to God, I don't know, I was 
working on this extra, like 345 yesterday morning. I don't know where that number came from. I don't know. So the first, the first clue he gave me was 1991. So you're telling me that has nothing to do with anything. I would like to change your first clue. Your first clue has now been changed to 2001. You're so whack. I don't think, I just, I got my wires crossed. It's That's your first clue. So, <laughs> the thing is, if Jess can guess this gift before the end of Friday, she gets this amazing gift. If she doesn't. I get an additional guess though now because you messed up yesterday. Fine. I'll so give my it to guess you. yesterday fair. doesn't matter. Completely fair. I'll give you an extra guess. Okay. You can use it anytime this I week. Want. Fair. Problem is, if Jess does not guess her gift, she only gets the consolation prize, which is a $25 gift card to the Cheesecake Factory. Still she, good for she me. She loves it. Still good for me. She'll still be happy. But yeah. it, you'll never know. I'm never going to tell you what this gift is. You always have to wonder for the rest of your life what the best birthday gift I ever could give you mm-hmm. would have been. Okay? okay? Okay. So we're help, using you to help Jess figure this mystery out. You help her out. She gets it. Everybody gets excited. Yay. Just day one clue has now been changed to 2001. Okay. okay. Day number two clue, which you will get one guess, and you can always use your bonus guess, too. Mm-hmm. Palm tree. Palm tree? A 2001 palm tree? 2001. Is this correct? Yes. You sure? Yes. Tomorrow, you're not going to be like, my bad, I meant a grapefruit. <laughs> I'm in a fig tree. I'm in a fig tree. I met eucalyptus. I promise I won't screw this up anymore. It's early. Palm tree. On a Monday. 2001? 2001 in palm tree. This is... Are the only two clues that you have so far. What? You get one guess per day. No follow-up questions. (sighs) Jess? I wish we did this family feud style and I could have people help me. Because this is hard. You can't... Don't look at the text line. Don't look at social media. Look at me. No, 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 no. Look at me in my eyes. (laughs) Make your guess for the day, and you can save your bonus guess for whenever you want it. Okay. Your guess for today, Palm Tree 2001. Uh, the gift is another experience. you got to be more specific. There's, there's no follow-up questions. No, no, I'm saying. I'm, so you have to confirm or deny. No, there's no follow I either tell you yes or no that's a gift or not, and it's only the gift. You can't ask follow-up questions. That's not a follow-up. I'm saying it's, a, no it's an experience. No follow-up questions. You guess the gift and that's it. Can you just Palm say? tree 2001. Your guess for today. What in the world? Five seconds. We're going to move on. No. Tell me. We don't have all day. Just say. Can I? That's fair. I can say the gift is another experience and you have to say yes or no because no. that's how it should work. I've explained so the I can work my way to finding out. Guess your gift. No, because you messed up yesterday so you should tell me. I'm not going to. You messed up. You're going to bypass your gift in five seconds. Oh, or your guest for today. No. What could a palm tree mean? A 2001 palm tree? A limited two gift card? <laughs> yes or no? A limited two gift card <laughs> is just as guess. Why would, Why limited two? I don't know. It's not limited two gift card. I'm not even open anymore. I just panicked. I, I don't think they're in business. I just panicked. You want to help Jess out? Two clues. Number one, 2001. Uh-huh. Number two, palm tree. Help her guess it. Text 410-583-1065. Hop on Facebook. Same thing. We'll come back tomorrow with another guest. Here's some hopefully amazing life advice from you from a 10-year-old with a segment that we do called Dear Abby. She's a 10-year-old who's really savvy. Just gets advice with Dear Abby. 
1065. A little updated intro there, Jess. Nice. She can't be nine forever, I guess. Paid $40,000 for that. Mm. What are you going to do? If you're uh, new to our show, you need to be introduced to Abby, who is now 10 officially. Yeah. Jess, who is Abby? Abby is my 10-year-old niece who lives in San Diego, California, and I'm really close with my family. And I lived with her for about 10 months before I moved here. And she would always butt into my business and like try to give her opinion on what I was doing with my life. It was actually her advice that I move in with her because at the time I didn't have any money, which she told me I didn't have. It's great advice. And she wasn't wrong. Yeah. So I moved in with her. Yeah. Her parents. Uh, and now I just ask her for advice. So what's happening this week? Well, with my 29th birthday approaching on Sunday, I just wanted to get uh, Abby's opinion on if I am getting older to her, if I may be like losing my cool. Well, you're, you're hitting an interesting age in life. Mm-hmm. You're, the last year of your 20s, which is... And I want to know like what her perception of that is, because at that age, I was like, I felt like 29 was like, whoa! Right. So I wanted to get her opinion, and then I also asked my niece Maya, her sister, what she thinks about it too. Abby, can I ask you for some advice? Yes. So my birthday is this weekend, and I'm turning 29. And I, I thought you were turning 21. No, I'm not turning 21. I'm turning 29. But, like, getting older has never been... It's never felt weird to me. I've never felt like I'm getting old. But when I tell people what age I'm turning and my birthday's coming up, like, their response is, like, I'm getting old. Like, do you think I'm old? Do you think I'm, like, not cool? Am I just oblivious to this fact? Did you not just hear me? You look like you're 20. You act like you're 20. You, you're so mature. I mean, this is the nicest possible way. I thought you were 20. Thank you. And you want the honest truth? You probably are getting old. But that does not, aside from the fact that you are bomb.com, I'm probably a loser for saying that. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. But like, you are still amazing. I love you. Thank you. I love you too. My, do you think Auntie is old? Um. I but, uh, well, You can say. I just want to know what you think. I think that you are not because you are pretty and old people have wrinkles. <laughs> and I don't have wrinkles? No, you don't. You don't. You're pretty. <laughs> Thank you. Matter of fact, Maya there at the end, man. She didn't play around. <laughs> How's that make you feel? Like, at least the, the, the young ones still think you're cool. And I that, love it. I that, love it is a currency that cannot be beat. Yeah. Like, you know, if you're a parent, your kids still thinking that you're cool must mean a lot to you. Yeah. It kind of actually, that made me think, can we do something really quick? Can, if you're in the car with your kid right now, can you call our voicemail and ask your kid if they think you're old? (laughs) It kind of be funny to hear kids all over Maryland. Like their perception. The perception of their parent. Yeah. To play back later on this week. Let me give you the number. It's 855-Kramer-Jess. 855-Kramer-Jess. If you're in the kid, the car with your kid right now, call and ask them the question. Like, do you think I'm old? And then let us know how old you actually are in the call. Yeah. And then we'll come back later on this week to figure out. The kids, I mean, like, damn, we still got it, right? Yes. This segment is intended to make you cringe a little bit as we get into the singles table today. Hey, you're now sitting at the singles table. Now, with Kramer. Mix 106.5. Yes. Welcome to the table. You know, every wedding's got a singles table. 
And I am El Presidente, Jess. I've been single for four years now. But I bring you, like, the news from the single world. There's an app called Whisper. If you don't know what this is, it's kind of like Reddit, but it's anonymous. And they ask the question about most embarrassing dating moments that you've had. And all of these should make you cringe. Yeah. And if you want to add to it, we'd love to add your story to it. 410-583-1065. This one woman dropped a bowling ball on a guy's foot. <gasps> oh, no. During a date. Which is pretty bad. Yeah. This one says, a few, year, few years ago, I had to go to the bathroom so badly that I wasn't aware that I did not pull my pants down all the way. No. <laughs> no. And I smelled like a walking toilet. No. The whole time during the day. Oh, that's the worst. I cannot imagine. I'm sure this happens a lot. Another entry in here says, I once farted <laughs> while I was coughing during a date. <laughs> oh, have you passed gas on a first date, man? Someone did that during the Amber Heard, Amber Heard and Johnny Depp trial yesterday. Like? She was like on the stand and she then she did? farted and she was like, sorry, that was me. No. I swear. That's awkward. I know. Uh, I got sick and threw up on a date. Oh, I did that. You threw up on a date. So... I had, I drank too much. Yeah. And then I threw up in his room on the ground. Like when you were in his room, that was a time for intimacy between you two? Mm-hmm. Oh. Can no. I ask you a personal question? Mm, I don't know. Does Off it, the mic, maybe? Does it continue from there? Or is, 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 the, is it over? It, no, it was over. Okay. I didn't know most people keep going on. Hey, Mix, good morning. Who's this? Hi, this is Rob. How are you? We're doing good, man. You got an embarrassing dating moment for us? I do. Yeah. Uh, my wife... Uh, my now wife, actually, um, oh, it was like the third third date I was on with her. Uh, we were out with some family friends, and no lie, I I wind up wearing an entire picture of iced tea. Um, I had barely known her that long. It was extremely embarrassing to myself. Meanwhile, the family and friends were all getting a good laugh out of it, and my wife kind of just blushed and kind of laughed underneath her breath. But it was it was very humiliating to my fat. I know it doesn't sound that bad, but well, no, it, no, so, in that moment, it's third humiliating. day, you're trying to like get with this person. Yeah. How, how did you end up with iced tea all over you? Um, it was a bad server moment. Though. Oh, so somebody oh, poured it on you. It yeah. On you. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's it's yeah. not. It's not as bad as just vomiting on a man's floor. Yeah. <laughs> so it doesn't make you feel any better. On that one. Deb, good morning. Okay. So I work in D.C. I'm Catholic. I was born in Catholic. I went to Catholic schools. Yeah. My girlfriend at work said I was single at the time. My girlfriend at the work at work, who's Jewish, said, "Hey, I have this guy. You got to meet him. I'll set you up on a blind date." So she sets me up on a blind date. I meet him at a Chinese restaurant in Silver Spring. And I walk in, and he looks exactly like Jesus. No kidding. Oh, I mean, if you saw Jesus, <laughs> you would say this very is Jesus, handsome, right? by the way. So I was freaking out, and I'm like, I can't date this guy. So he says, well, Wait, why not? <laughs> <laughs> so why he goes, not? <laughs> Wait, what was your rationale so why you couldn't worse. date? Why couldn't you date the Jesus lookalike? Yeah, why not? <laughs> It's just like, it's creepy, you know? Like, so you so felt like maybe, was it weird? Well, I'll like... walk you out to your car. Okay. So I said, okay. So he walks me out to my car, and his car is sitting next to my car. And his car is like this old VW van. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Like, Jesus would drive. Jesus, Jesus would do better. <laughs> Jesus would drive. I, I feel like Jesus would do better. Jesus had at least something for the last five years, right? <laughs> Woody? I don't know. I mean, it feels like it'd be important to him, but maybe not. 
Want to get serious for half a second today. Uh, it is International Day Against Homophobia, Transphobia, and Biphobia. Jess, do you want to explain what the day is all about? Yeah, so it was, it was actually observed in 2004, and this day is designed to focus attention on the violence and discrimination experienced by lesbian, gay, bisexuals, transgender, intersex people, and all other people with diverse sexual orientations. Is homophobia still a problem in Maryland? Because as somebody that's straight, this is all only perspective that I have. Every June comes around, everybody pulls out their rainbow flags, all the companies change their logos to have, you know, gay pride. It feels like it's probably a pretty good time to be a gay person. Now, I can tell you from experience, my brother's gay. Growing up in the 90s, being a young gay boy in the South wasn't the best thing ever. He told me a story one time of when a guy literally tried to run him over in a car because he was gay. <laughs> Can you imagine? Like, we as straight people, we can't understand that, right? We can't mm -hmm. really comprehend that. But I don't know if it's, I'm hoping, and it seems, perspective here from the straight point of view is that things are a lot better now. Like, like the things like homophobia, we hear about it on the news and it seems like it's isolated incidents, but we don't really know. Like from your friends that are gay, Jess, what's the perspective that you get about being a gay person in 2022? From my friend's point of view, it's more so frustration. Um, and that's coming from people trying to... Okay, so my friend identifies as being bisexual. Mm -hmm. And when he came out as being bisexual, what he's struggling most with right now is people telling him it's just a phase. Mm. And so I think that is wow. frustrating for him. And my heart hurts for him because, again, I think it's other people trying to tell him what he is and what he is not, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And so I think that's why today's, like, today are important to raise awareness that even though progress is still being made, there's always work to be done. It'd be awesome to hear from someone that was possibly, you're, maybe you're gay, maybe you're trans, maybe you're bi, on you know International Homophobia Day or Transphobia Day, Biphobia Day. Like, can you give us a perspective of what it's like to be gay or trans or bi? In 2022 in Maryland. And why today is important to raise awareness. Yeah. Because I feel like it's really easy for people to say, you know, quiet down. We get it. But no, I mean, it's your life and it's, it's your right to share. And the reason why today is important, because I'm sure, like they say, there's still things that are happening that aren't okay. Let's get some stories on the radio from real life people here in Maryland. 410-583-1065. To kind of get into the, what it's like on the other side. 410-583-1065. Hello, Jacques from Pasadena. Good morning. Good morning. You, uh, you're gay? Uh -huh. Are you trans? Are you trans? Are you bi? No, no, I'm, I'm gay. You're gay. I'm a, Dude, we're just I'm trying to get, gay. we're trying to get the perspective of what it's like to be gay in 2022 uh, and hear the stories um, of, of, you know, are, are the homophobics, are the transphobics, is it, what's it like I and mean, why today is so important? Well, um, so I'm actually from South Africa, mm -hmm. <clears throat> as you can detect from my accent. Um, I'm married to a man. Um, we have four children and 14 grandchildren. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Big um, family. <laughs> well, my husband was married before. Mm -hmm. um, but uh, being from South Africa, 
I grew up during a time where it was illegal to be gay. Mm. So when I was a student, uh, I would, if you go to a club or a bar, you would actually be thrown into jail sometimes. Oh, wow. Oh, Joe. Were you ever, were you ever thrown into jail? Yeah. Wow. For being gay. Because you were at yeah. a gay, a gay bar, a gay club. Oh. Well, it wasn't a gay bar. It was an underground bar. You had to phone up to find out where the next dance place is going to be. It was really hush hush and uh, under cloak and dagger. Really. Yeah. Okay. Sure. And so, this is in the ni- this is back in the nineties. But now South Africa is one of the in the forefront of uh, gay rights and stuff, which is really amazing. Sure. So um, tell me about tell yeah, me about I, Maryland nowadays. Let's let's fast forward to twenty twenty two. Do you still feel well, Do you still feel homophobia? Yeah, I, 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 I sometimes do. Um, I won't say homophobia. I'm, I also play rugby, so I'm kind of a, I'm kind of a big guy. So I don't experience it myself sometimes, but I can, I can, I hear it in conversations with others. Okay. Um, can you give me an example? About, well, just when they talk about people that might be a little bit more on the feminine side, mm-hmm. and people would make comments and uh, say things like, a, "I mean, it still happens," and I think it happens in pockets. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not everything. Um, wait, 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 your phone, your phone's breaking up. Wait. So oh. what, what, what's being said? Like, what do you think is being said, like, behind people's backs? I, I, I heard that somebody said, oh, well, that guy's gay. He plays, that's what was told to me. Oh, but you, but you're gay. Why do you play rugby? Okay. Oh, like it must be only a straight, a straight man thing to do? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. absolutely, yeah. 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 Hey, listen, I'm really glad you called in today and shared this with us. Really super appreciate it. It's good to hear from the, you know, different perspective. So thank you for sharing that with us. Well, you, you are, thank you for your show. You, you have a really awesome show, and it's very really nice to drive into work listening to you all. Well, thank you for saying that. Appreciate that. 410-583-1065. You want to hop in the conversation. This is Catherine in D.C. Hi, Catherine. Hi. Catherine, you're by, Yes. Yes, I am. And today is, if you're just tuning in, today is the International Day of uh, against homophobia and transphobia and biphobia. And me, as a ignorant straight person, I think it looks pretty good from the outside. We got the Pride flags. We got Pride Month. Everybody, you know, everything turns rainbow in, in June. But yeah. is is for you being bisexual? Are there still prejudices against you that you still face today? Absolutely. There certainly are. And I can say for over 20 years of coming out and being bisexual, I even still have issues today. And even within my own family, Mm. uh, with the different religions, with my younger, you know, nieces uh, coming out, uh, the fingers pointed at me and always expected like, oh, you know, what's going on? Did you talk to them? And I'm like, no, not at all. It's always a thing. Uh, even in, in my field at work or amongst my friends, it's like, oh, they're teaching about LGBTQIA too early in school. They're forcing it on our kids. And I'm like, wow, is that really what's going on? Or are we just trying to make the children aware at an earlier age so that discrimination and bullying doesn't continue? Yeah. How, yeah. Do, you, how do you feel about that? Does it make you feel excluded? It's not necessarily excluded. It actually, it saddens me, and it makes me angry. I've been dealing with it for a long time, so I kind of had some tough skin against it. But yeah. for the younger folk coming up and people that I can't, uh, you know, help out or get across to, it makes me feel angry for them and sad for mm-hmm. them. And just like, really, love is love. Why are we still even going through this? Right, and how does it make you feel when people, you know, when, when the topic of just presenting 
things in classroom when really all it is is inclusivity and people take mm-hmm. it as, you know, pushing something on a child because, mm-hmm. I mean, from my understanding, nobody makes you gay. That's what you're, yeah. that's who you are. That's your heart. You yeah. love who you love. And so when you hear that, how does that make you feel? It makes me wish that people would be more open-minded and kind of think about themselves that, you know, what works for you in your life and what floats your boat is your thing. So mm-hmm. let everyone have that option. Yeah. Let everyone be happy the way they are. Mm. Love that. Thank you for sharing that with us today. Thank you. No problem at all. Thanks for you guys being here and helping to, you know, get this out and get the word out and continue to educate people and make them aware and just be accepting of things that are different. Absolutely. Kathy in Carroll County. Now, this has to do with your, this is your son or your daughter? My child. Your child, sorry. So what okay. uh, what's happening right now with you guys? There's an organization locally that offered a pride flag to any teacher in Carroll County that wanted it. It wasn't thrust upon them. It was just, hey, we have these flags. If you want one, come and get one. Yeah. And um, some parents complained, and parents are now calling these teachers that accepted the pride flags um, pedophiles. Oh, my. Oh and rumors. This is, like, this is current day. We're talking, like, recently. Yeah. Yeah. Ugh. Like, the Board of Ed just had a meeting last week about it. Oh, no. And they're supposed to make a decision next month, probably to ban flags. Oh, my God. Because of these pride flags. See, this is why, you don't, I don't think we as straight people can realize this sometime unless That's you so hear stories like this, you know. So your child doesn't, it just doesn't associate with a, um, How do they identify? The yeah. Um, my child identifies as a girl. Um, do they, do, does, does she identify as homosexual at her age or does she? I'd rather not say because that's for her. She's not, not all of her friends' parents are accepting. Okay. See, this. so this is There's another point then, right? There's a lot of parents in our area. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So then you feel like, you feel like then when you hear today. How does that make her feel when like teachers are not being allowed to have a pride flag in their classroom. Like, what was that conversation like when she got home from school? She is very frustrated. She's angry because it's just the teachers trying to show support yeah. to the yeah. kids whose families don't show support. Yeah. Which she I, has a lot of friends who are LGBTQ+, mm-hmm. and their parents have no idea. Right. Mm-hmm. And listen, man, we might lose listeners today because of this. You know, there's some people, and, and I, I realize that some people are not in agreement with this stuff. But I'm okay losing listeners over this. This is important, man. This is important. That's good. We That's don't good. we don't it need we'd rather just not this is a show of acceptance. And, and I feel like it's conversations like this to be able to hear this. Yeah. Because sometimes when you're straight yeah. you don't hear the struggles. And then when you yeah, do, exactly. it becomes a lot more realistic to you. So thank you for calling in and sharing your story today. Really appreciate it. You're welcome. Thank you. Hey, thanks for listening. Make sure you subscribe to get the show daily. And if you think we've earned it, give us five stars. Hear Kramer and Jess live every morning on Mix 106.5 Baltimore. And check out the Kramer and Jess Uncensored podcast at KramerandJess.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. 
Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.